pierogies in the fall, you cannot, they cannot be overrated. They're just phenomenal. Yeah. Like that's a fall food. In the summer, the last thing I want to eat is a pierogi. True. You get that little crisp in the air. <laughs> give, <laughs> me some, give me some pierogies. I, I think that's how we should start the show. Okay. So the show has started. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so pierogies, you are saying, are properly rated or underrated or over? I think like it depends on like what bar you go to. And if you go to like to this artisanal craft beer place and like they're going to serve you like a $7 one pierogi, mm-hmm. that's probably overrated. But I'm yeah. saying like Mrs. T pierogies, fire them up on the stove and it's the middle of fall. You cannot rate them high enough. <laughs> Mrs. <laughs> T's though. I would say those are properly rated because they're cheap. They, you know, when I'm putting in my golf handicap, I'm kind of veering off in a different direction here, but I'll reel it back in. Okay, I like it. When I'm putting my golf handicap in this Diablo app, okay. whatever it's called, um, it has you rate the value of the course and the quality of the course, which are two very different things. If I'm yeah. paying 35 bucks for a course, but it's in fairly good condition, the yeah. value to me is a five. So Mrs. T's value was like a four, but on the pierogi scale, it might be a two. Oh, on like the actual taste? Yeah. Versus like Westside Market hand-rolled pierogies, man. Those are tasty, boys. No, I agree. Yeah, you can't beat those pierogies. Those pierogies are next level. You get some good kolbasa there. You get the onions. You get the whole thing. You can't beat it. I agree. Does Cleveland claim pierogies? Because I feel like that's a Pittsburgh thing as well. I think it's a whole Midwest thing. Everyone Mm -hmm. thinks they got good pierogies, you know? Yeah. But, you know... Pittsburgh does have good pierogies. We, got, we used to have a runner that would drive <laughs> to Pittsburgh for us to pick up like jalapeno cheddar pierogies. Yeah. Phenomenal. You can't beat those pierogies. Between, I mean, I hate to admit it, but between panini sandwiches and yeah. Pirani bros and then pierogies, I feel like we kind of jacked some of the Pittsburgh shit. You know what? Don't say this. <laughs> you, I, we might have to edit this out because I actually, but I like Pittsburgh a lot. That's a fun town. Yeah. yeah, that's a fun time. Plus they have like rivers, right? Like that's has many more things going for it than Cleveland? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's an okay. You're making it out to be like a Vegas casino. It's not that cool. They just it's redid it since you've been there. Oh, real? It's unbelievable. Oh, shit. Got to get back there. Put my face shield on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the real way I was going to start the show. So I think we'll say pierogies in the fall underrated mm-hmm. because they just slap. No. If it's 95 degrees outside, don't come near me with a pierogi. I agree with that. <laughs> okay. You agree with it because you made up that stance. Right. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. Oh, okay. Uh, do you think uh, pierogies are raviolis? Uh, no. I had raviolis last night. You did. So they're pretty similar, though, now that I think about it. I'd have to look up. Maybe raviolis are thinner. And this is a real or hot take. Like... This is like an internet thing. Is a Pop-Tart a ravioli? <laughs> <laughs> I don't no. know. I like gnocchi, man. Oh, oh, those are good. How long did it yeah. take you to practice how to say gnocchi? <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> like a I'm real a, paisan. You know, I've been up to, uh, uh, what's the Italian place that like, you, you know, expensive on the, it doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, the real reason I was going to start, the way I was going to start the show is uh, by stating that people don't talk about work enough. They don't? Yeah. So hear me out on this. Okay. So obviously, if you you know you come home, talk to your significant other, whoever or whatever, you talk about work a lot, and you bitch about it, and that that type of typical conversation goes on. So you know, like the people really close to you, you know their work environment and their kind of grievances with it. Um, but in terms of like in our stage of life, I just don't feel like our friends and myself included don't talk about work enough. 
So yeah. I was thinking about on the golf course this weekend, we have buddies that are teachers or different professions, even if you're a, an accountant. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about you bitching about your coworkers, but I don't know anything about your day to day. I'm right. very interested in these like teacher stories, what they're going through right now, or if you're a cop. Like right. these people have juicy, fun, good stories. I don't For really sure. care about the day. I mean, day to day, I guess I said day to day, but I, I, I want a highlight package of your job. Okay. You yeah, know what I, I mean? The, like yeah, I sure. really want to well, know about what people do. Right. Like he, one of our buddies is a CPA and people always say, can you do my taxes? And he's like, no, I don't do taxes. <laughs> right. That's not going to do it. And I guess I get that. But also the people that talk about their job, like are the most annoying people too. Like yeah. elementary school teachers that are like, oh, I love my kiddos. Like that nails yeah. that chalkboard to me. Like, I don't give a shit about your third grade class. I'm sure they're doing great. You know what I mean? I guess just my like good buddies. I am interested in what they spend 50 hours a week doing. That is. I get that. Like, good buddies. I don't know shit about. about even like some of my best friends, what they do. Mm-hmm. And some of their like over three years, you better have a story or two to tell. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. So you maybe like <laughs> vent to other people. It's probably share less them. about the, the lesson there, especially for myself is share less and try to, uh, Maybe I don't want to say bottle up, but leave the bitching. Yeah. You know, and just share some of the and share with like your wider group. Don't be so dependent. And this is me kind of coaching myself through that. Okay, but don't you think like people are trying to escape from that? And so like that's why they're trying to hang out with you. So like (laughs) there's a delicate balance. Like they don't want to relive the (laughs) fifty hours that like Andrea will I'll come home from the course and she'll be like, Well, did you know so and so talk it say anything about such and such? And I'll be like, Nope. No. So what did you guys talk about? Nothing. He shot <laughs> like, a 98. Yeah, yeah, legitimately. We were golfing this last weekend. We talked about no. nothing. Oh, so, 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 I love that. That's so sick. <laughs> and no one was even playing well. So it's like, I, you know, you didn't get shit out of the round. No. Yeah. That's so that's true. it. <laughs> wow. When you say it like that. Golf, yeah, but, golf is a funny thing. Pay you, 50 bucks for something you suck at continually. Right. Did you put that in the Diablo app? Like we didn't even talk uh, about anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The course was so shitty. All we talked about was the shittiness of the course. Yeah. So where'd you put? Um, That's dog. Well, I don't know. Should I put them on blast like that? Uh, Sweet Briar, which is 36 holes, which we have liked in the past. Great, great clubhouse, by the way. But they have a more expensive 18 and a cheaper. Okay. Uh, Obviously, we went for the cheaper. Um, Bad. Very bad. Now, fairways worn out, dirt track, just pretty bad. That's one where they have unlimited golf. I don't know about that. Oh, they it's in Avon have. Lake, I think. So okay, it's not that. Um, so didn't play that well. Uh, <laughs> but the, the course was you're hitting off dirt mounts the whole the whole round. So that is a long winded intro from pierogies to work, work yeah. talk. What if you work at a pro? No, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, jump into the pick six. Yeah, let's and, jump uh, into the pick six. Okay, I was brainstorming a little bit this week. Mm-hmm. I was eating some pickles at my dining room table, and that kind of ties into where I'm going with this. But uh, hypothetically, let's say you go to a busy bar, maybe pre-COVID. It's packed, and it's like the ideal bar scene, right? Like drinks everywhere, whatever. whoever you're attracted to, they're there. You know, it's yeah, just like popping. sevens and above exclusively. Right, exclusively, and then you show up. And <laughs> yeah. like the music is like what you would pick on, you know, touch tunes. Like you want to be there. And you go to get a drink, and they tell you they're running a special that night. And it's the only special they have. And you can order anything you want to. And if no one has ordered it yet that day, you get it for half off. Mm-hmm. But if someone has ordered that drink at some point in the day and you go there at like six o'clock at night. So the bar has been open for six or seven hours. 
you have to leave the bar if someone has ordered that drink. So DJ, my question to you is, what drink are you ordering at the bar? Wow, that, that's loaded. It has to be something that um, is real. Like I can't say I want a monster vodka, rum, cherry juice. Right, but it's also something you would want to drink, right? So it's got to be yeah. in that realm. But there is some strategy to it. Yeah. Like you wouldn't like maybe you're not going to say like a whiskey sour. No, or you wouldn't say like a that Miller Lite. Sounds Lek. good. Like I'd like a whiskey sour. Right yeah. Now. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, maybe like. Like a dark and stormy. A dark, I don't even really know what that is, but I know it's like some variation of the Moscow Mule. Mm-hmm. But that sounds like something people might not say. Right. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> or like a Boilermaker. No, Boilermaker would probably be taken. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> that's like a broad umbrella. I was thinking of the reason this question got brought up was I was thinking about picklebacks. You know what pickleback is? Oh, yeah. With the oh, yeah. Jameson and pickle juice. Fantastic. And I wonder if I'd be able to. Sneak a pickleback in. You're going to have that fun of a time if you have to drink exclusively picklebacks? No, but if it's that kind of bar, like, and I want to be there, like, yeah, I'll mm. stick around and drink picklebacks. So props to the guy that got in early and was like, yeah, I want vodka sodas. He's drinking vodka sodas now. <laughs> He's living the time. Of his life. Some guy He's going home, milk. taking a nap, coming back. Yeah, he was there. Was, uh, <laughs> the guy, like, drinking Miller Lite in the corner, is mm. he's killing it. He's drinking it for half off yeah. of this, like. Banging ass bar. With I, did, I didn't want to say a beer because I felt that was like kind of a uh, like a cheat code. Be, if a bar has a lot of beers, then you could probably, you know, get away with that. Right. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, people are going to work down the list. I want the grapefruit sure. shandy. That sounds good too. <laughs> <laughs> shandy, man. They've not, not what they used to be. No. Um, what was your answer though? Well, like, I would what? say picklebacks, but again, mm. that might be taken. Yeah, people like those as drinks. And, like, maybe you can brainstorm with the people you're with, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I get picklebacks and you get dark and stormy. So we're drinking picklebacks and dark yeah. and stormies all day. I want a vodka pumpkin. God, you'd be you mix, you mix them both up. Half vodka, half pumpkin. Pumpkin shandy. <laughs> uh, I would be remiss to say if we didn't shout out once again whole hog yeah just drinking some whole hog tonight yeah big whole hog giveaway go like uh their tweet <laughs> they're not forcing us to say this we're just saying it because we like the beer yeah but you just have to drive to seven points wisconsin if you want yeah. so just you know play bigger i'm definitely down to if, if i could come up with a concoction like if you said like a bilk which we've talked about before beer and milk, oh yeah i'm in Bill, <laughs> on a nice we have 90, talked about Bill. I'm like trying to remember on, on a 90 degree day. You know, nothing, nothing like goes yeah, 2% down. Percent in Genesee, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, find me in the shitty bathroom. Uh, <laughs> all right, number two. What sports item are you bringing to the table? So I, I, I was writing this. I'm like, we got to talk a little sports here because there's right. not a lot on the show. Um, and continuing with the analogy of bringing a, a sports item to the table. Yeah. If we're comparing it to food. What course are we talking here? So set me up. Is it a, are you bringing like a heavy beef stroganoff or are you bringing like a light sorbet for dessert? Well, why would I be eating sorbet for, uh, oh, for dessert you're saying? Yeah. Okay. I guess mine's just like an appetizer, I guess, okay. you know, just something to get the palate Some light started, greens. You know, get the conversation started. No one's talking about my topic, but they should be, I think. So mm. it's just a conversation starter. It's about hitting a home run 3-0. No, it's not. Yeah, no <laughs> one's talking say. about that shit, right? <laughs> yeah. Jesus, yeah, beat the dead horse on that. Speaking of horses, that's yeah. what I want to talk about. And do horse races, like, are the people involved in that, are they in a bubble? 
Like, is there a jockey den, like mm. Big Brother, where there are all these yeah. five, four guys are just chilling and just yeah. bickering at each other? Two guys like, per bunk. Two guys per bunk, and, like, yeah. the horses are in their own it's probably cheap. That's a little cheap shot, but anyway, go ahead. Two guys per bunk. Yeah, that's a little cheap shot. Yeah, that was bad. But, like, is there a jockey bubble? I want to be a part of the jockey bubble. Why aren't people talking mm. about them testing? And Or they just don't care. And if they don't care, I want to find out about that. But horse racing was one of those first sports back. Like, people were at the track. I was betting on ponies, I think, in yeah, April. I don't even know if it ended. No, who knows if it ended. <laughs> but was there a bubble? Like, those jockeys have to yeah. be in close, you know, close quarters at some point. I don't think they give a shit. No, I they love that. Like, I, dude, come on and say that they don't give a shit then. Like, do these jockeys' lives, like, are they just, like, they don't give a shit? I don't know. Mm. But I'd like to know about that. I'd like to know their lifestyle, too. Are, are jockeys, I'm sure there's info out on this but like are they required to not required but to be a top jockey do you have to work out a ton and be like this really fit figure or is it like can you live whatever lifestyle and it's just more about like your acumen i think it's more about your weight like you're on this animal so like i think you have to be like under a certain height under a certain but can jockeys be just partying and doing a bunch of blow and the night before and then they perform at their top and then they win the kentucky derby like that sounds sick like they're just out throwing the sickest parties and like, if you're a professional jockey, you're making money. Like, yeah. if you're riding the horse that wins the Kentucky Derby, you got to be making a hundred thousand dollars off of that. Dang. And like, you go to the Hooters in Kentucky after there's only a sick ass party for you. Yeah. Uh, my my item I'm bringing to the table, I would say, is like a nice light dessert, which okay. is you know, well, what's a light dessert to you that makes you feel like maybe refreshed? I think sorbet would be nice. You yeah. Know I mean, maybe a, uh, a sherbet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, or like maybe like eight chips Ahoy cookies. Or lemon ice, maybe. Yeah. 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 Um, hate chips. <laughs> my original one was family player intros in the bubble. Have you seen those? Like no, the I Raptors haven't. did it yesterday. So announcing the starting five, they had the families record and they announced the players. So um, Kyle Lowry's kids did it. And if you haven't seen it, go watch the video. It's just adorable and okay. awesome. And his grin to see his family, it's it, it, it kind of gets you going a little right. bit, honestly. Maybe not shedding tears, but Looked you're well thinking about it. You're thinking now. about it. Um, the other one I had is Jeff Green and Jordan Clarkson. These guys, Jordan Clarkson just balled out today for the Jazz, who even the series at 1-1. I love these guys that just come off the bench and just straight score and have the ultimate confidence in the world. There's no reason Jordan Clarkson should be as confident as he is. I think he had like 24 or 26 today. He just comes off and he knows, I'm the sixth man. I'm going to run the second unit. I'm going to be ball dominant. I'm going to score the shit out of basketball. I love that. And that is like one of the ultimate – like Jeff Green, too, had a great game last night for the Rockets in their win. That dude arguably could have been out of the league three years ago, but now he's fucking revived, mm-hmm. and it's great to see. It's great to see, DJ, but hearing you talk about this NBA bubble and all these NBA games and like some of the particular stats, mm-hmm. one can't help but ask, are you back on the DFS train? <laughs> are you back on the DFS train? I did. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, the one thing I'll say, because I did have a gambling-free week last week, Okay. I have not put any additional money in. I had some money left over from previous weeks in my DFS account. Okay. It didn't go well the first two days, and so I didn't put any in today. I would, I not getting a return from it, and um, both financially and just emotionally. Right. And I don't know if this is a new thing, but DraftKings you can click in, and I'm I'm a man. 
I'm going to be, I'm going to follow the data, right? Yeah. And you can click in, I think it says like average winnings or something within DraftKings. And this is available by them. Okay. And it says over the last 14 days, here's the percentage of people that have won money. Here's the people that are even and have lost. Can you yeah. guess the percentage of people in the last 14 days that have won money on DraftKings that are up? Up money, like mm-hmm. uh, net total, uh, 5%. 14%. Okay. Like it's just so it's like tough. the top tier. It's yeah. really tough. And I think it was 7% are about dead even. So you're you 20, know, yeah. 79% of people. <laughs> We're not math guys. But yeah. 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 Uh, I'd rather put a hundred bucks a week on, I don't know, the Lakers winning tomorrow night. Yeah. Well, it was a good thing that you missed a week of gambling because the, the lock parlay of mm-hmm. UFC, <laughs> it went, it went one of three. So okay. uh, it wasn't actually a lock as it much was, as we it thought. It became it unlocked fairly quickly. Yeah. The first fight within the first three <laughs> minutes, it kind of became unlocked. So uh, you, you dodged a bullet there. Luckily for you, uh, unfortunately for me, but I'm getting back on the horse. I'm not done. Okay. I, I'm definitely a traditional sports betting will continue, especially when NFL ramps up. Mm-hmm. I am going to bow out of DFS until, especially until football. Okay. I think it's too hard to win. And I just, it's not fun to me. No, I hear you. I got wrapped up in it. Cause you see the ultimate prize, you know, first gets two grand. You're not hitting first. You got to get first out of 4,000. Right. Um, not for me. I think that's good on the, I, I realize we do talk a lot of gambling on the show. Yeah. Um, which is, I think is a core element. But maybe we like clean it up, and maybe it only becomes like ten percent of the show. Okay, Are you with fine. that? Yeah, I like talking until about until the uh, until uh, the NFL. Right, yeah. then we got to talk. about it. I mean, <laughs> I'm very curious about NFL lines right now, yeah. and I'm thinking if there's any value. But we're uh, not going to talk about. I think that it right becomes now. a segment of the show okay. rather than like kind of baked into a lot of elements. Okay, because maybe that helps me. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, all right, number three. This is a kind of an iPhone night, iPhone note piece here. Okay. The flannel is the best piece of clothing. Okay. Do you want me to explain? Yeah, I'd like to, and I'll see if I can build off of it. So I'm thinking about the weather cooling down. We were just outside momentarily. Um, My favorite time of year, weather-wise. It's crisp. It's pierogi weather. It's nothing like talking about the weather. Yeah. Um, but fantastic. You know, football's starting up. It's a little bit cooler in the mornings, in the afternoon, or... In the evenings, middle of the day, it's fantastic. Um, and it starts to become flannel season, right? And I'm thinking about it. I have some, like, I love flannels, just the way they feel. Mm-hmm. Dudes look great in them. Women look hot in them. There's a bunch of different colors you can go. Yeah. All, there's just so many routes you can go with it. You can wear it basically anywhere. If I wear one to work, I can come in, put my gym shorts on. I'll keep my flannel on just because it's so comfortable. Wow. So that is my claim for it being the best piece of clothing. Yeah, I didn't think about women wearing them. And I, personally, I don't know if I'm that attracted to women wearing flannel. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. It depends on, like, the type of flannel. But, like, it, I just envision, like, the cowboy thing. You know, like, the country. Yeah. Redneck I'm thing. not really thinking that. I'm not thinking, like, the thickness of it. Okay. And I, I, almost, just, I wear, like, the, the fake flannels, I would say. Not yeah. necessarily, like, the wool and, like, that really yeah, thick. Yeah, yeah. It's more just the look of it. Okay, but overall, I think, like, I agree with the flannel. Like, they're comfy, they're versatile. You can rock them with the open shirt, right? Like, that's nice. Wear a t-shirt underneath, wear the flannel over the top. Or maybe you just wear it, like, un- like get the chest showing, unbop mm. a few buttons. Yeah. And then you see in my notes, I put <laughs> eye emoji. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. But uh, I and you're think- at the bar drinking your, uh, <laughs> your picklebacks. Right, I'm drinking my picklebacks. But I think uh, every time you wear a flannel out, you're going to have to like resign yourself to looking like five other dudes there. Like everyone's mm. wearing a flannel and flannels come in a bunch of different colors, but everyone wears like a blue flannel out to the bar. 
and you got to give the head nod to the guy while you're taking a piss like yeah we're wearing the same shirt that's uncomfortable and like you can't wear red flannel like i said because you run the risk of like looking like a country dude and yeah. like you don't want that vibe like that looks like people going to a jason aldean concert of blossom it's just a bad optics yeah i, I think I, after the show i gotta show you my flannels you'll be like oh yeah. I see what he means. Those are nice ones. Okay. I don't doubt yeah. that, but I'm just saying like my experience with the flannels, you know what I'm talking about? Like people in the fall, if it's 60 degrees out, you're going to see 70 white dudes wearing a flannel. Yeah, that's true. And that's fine. Yeah, is it a very white person thing too? I don't yeah. know. Uh, damn. But uh, I hate that's that. That's not necessarily a bad thing though. No. I mean, it's just, there's a reason, it, you know, people wear them. Yeah. Mm. That was a very, mm. I got to think on that one. I love my flannels, I guess. All right, let me let's, grab you a beer. Well, yeah, we'll leave on that one. <laughs> it's a little bit of a run and gun show. I don't know if I'll cut any of this out. I think I'll probably leave a lot of it. Yeah, That's not. a lot of talk on flannel. I, my, I'm very distracted because I said the word. This is, I really struggle with it. It's not going to make sense, but I say color with like a TH almost naturally. And yeah. I get made fun of it a lot. And I'm very self-conscious about not saying color. Color, color, you know, so now I'm um, stuck on saying the word kind of with a TH. If I say it quickly, you're not going to notice, but no. uh, it's something I'm very self-conscious about. And now I'm putting it in the pod, yeah. uh, which is very vulnerable. Yeah. That we appreciate you opening yeah. up. I doubt that makes the final <laughs> part, but who knows? Like, uh, we'll, we'll transit. We need to transition, I think. Yeah. Flannels, I think you say you like them, but they're just, they are what they are. They are what they are. And maybe I got to look at your flannels and see if I can add some to my <laughs> repertoire, you know? Okay. Uh, what are you consuming, number four, on the, the pick sixer, besides the, the whole hog? Uh, drinking a lot of whole hog right now. Uh, I did watch Project Power. I know it was a greasy move of the week. I think you want to touch on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, give me your review. Yeah, I thought it was entertaining. Like, was it a was it a top-tier movie? No. Was there some interesting elements? Not really, but it was fun. <laughs> like, was she blowing up? Like, was yeah. it entertaining to sit down and watch for two hours? Absolutely. I recommend it. Like, it's not something you jump off the couch right now and go watch. But when you got some time and you're you're like bored and your DFS lineups in the gutter, like turn it on. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big Jamie Foxx guy. Uh, Let me pop in my review of okay. Project Power. Um, I'm very glad I didn't pay for the movie. Yeah, it's like one of those where potentially, I don't know if well it was on Netflix. I don't know if it was always destined for Netflix. Um, right. But if that's a theater movie, you're pissed. I'd be, yeah, you're I going in your Diablo app. Yeah, that. yeah. It's, um, what was the Will Smith superhero movie? Uh, was it Glow? It no, was, uh, not Glow. Uh, uh, we should know it. Yeah, Hancock, right? No. Yeah, oh, it's Hancock. Superhero. Hancock, okay. right? I thought you were talking about the one that went to Netflix. <laughs> I don't know. With like there, the... there's several Will Smith superhero movies. See, not being movies guys, movie guys is really coming to bite us right now. Type in like the Will Smith Netflix movie. Will Smith. This is very uh, Joe Rogan of us. You ever listen to Joe Rogan? No, I haven't in a while. But he was like talking to Post Malone, right? Oh, Wait, with the right. goblin, <laughs> like that was fucking wild. Yeah, they do like a lot of Google searching, and it's just like very a lot of dead air. The pace of it is kind of nice. Like, yeah, it's not forced, but it's a long listen. Look, look at this little chart I have here with the search volume. See, man, that's yeah, it's good shit. No one's looked it's at it. Spiked when it obviously came out, but. Yeah, bright. That movie I'm also glad I didn't pay for. See, that's Project Power. That's the same movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I give it like a five and a half. 
Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I, know, like, I, I, it, I had to watch it in two different sessions, but I finished it. My like uh, return on my investment, like, was that worth my ten dollars of Netflix? No, but was it worth two seventy five? Sure. The one comment I'll have on it is I didn't quite understand. So you twist this pill and then you take it. Yeah, you got to twist. But the it. the powers of it vary widely. Like right. how at the end, does, well, spoiler alert, um, how at the end does he make that big like force field thing that wipes everyone out? Because he's a he's a mantis shrimp. He yeah. says pistol shrimp, but I think it's actually a mantis shrimp. Did I miss something then? The how? Yeah, he's like them? describing it, and you thought he was bluffing, but he can like make rapid movements mm. that dissolves. Water. And then the other guy gets like these things out of his arms yeah the, like the wolverine like, toad thing yeah we're spending like, way too much time on this shit no i just don't even understand like, why there's people, that much people just sometimes people just get power where they're they get shot in the face and they don't die right <laughs> what's the difference i don't know I don't, they don't really explain <laughs> yeah. it like it's not a good movie <laughs> no they do no character development on like uh, jamie fox's daughter she's just there and he's <laughs> yeah. having flashbacks and like you don't know anything right. uh but i also did watch uh uh, I can't think of it right now. Lovecraft Country on HBO, which just came out, which is okay. kind of the sci-fi. HP Lovecraft is uh, famous for like this Cthulhu thing, which is like this dark underworld of like creatures. HBO produced it, and it was probably one of my top five TV episodes of the year. Wow. Really good. Deals with a lot of things while being in the sci-fi world. I recommend it to anybody. Um, and the last thing I've been doing is listening to Planet Money. It's a podcast yeah. from NPR. And they're doing a summer school, like you log on and they're giving you seven lectures on basic economic principles. Um, and at the end, if you take a test, you get a diploma. And so it got me thinking. Shit, I want to try that. What would a greasy diploma be in? <laughs> like if we gave away yeah. a greasy diploma, what would be like a test question? Like what's a greasy money line parlay? Yeah. Um, in terms of things that have been said on the show, mm -hmm. sort of. Thing. Well, one would be approximately within five what is the greasy podcast average in listeners a week? Right. And then you have to define what a low key hottie is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I like that. Um, there's gotta be something gambling related. Right. Um, taking it back to the early days to, to, tr to test if you're a true OG is I know like the first three we mentioned gels, marble runs. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there might be something about that to say, you know, uh, what is a marble run? Do you know how early we were in on that? Because John Oliver started sponsoring. I know. Like uh, we were two months early on that. Thanks to thanks to Jared for sure. But right, uh, you know, we have connections. I guess. I guess so. In terms of what I've been watching, Boy State, which is that documentary I mentioned last week, mm -hmm. I watched that on Apple Plus. Great watch. Um, very interesting about these these kids go, go to this essentially political camp in Texas, and they run for different positions. It has a great. You wouldn't think, uh, but the guys they feature has a great kind of like uh, cross section of the country and viewpoints and so on. Ted Lasso, which is also this new show on Apple Plus, which is Jason Sudeikis. Right, I've seen. He's like a football coach. Mm -hmm. First three episodes came out, so he was a the Wichita State football coach. He becomes this soccer coach, okay, uh, overseas in the Premier League because. The owner cheats on his wife, and his wife becomes the owner, and she wants to tank the franchise because that's the only thing he loves in life. Okay. So I think it's based off these NBC ads that Jason Sudeikis was in to for the Premier League like a few years ago. Okay. Um, it's 
decent. I'll, I'll continue watching. There's a couple good laughs, but it feels a little too like um, NBC type of comedy to me. Okay. It needs a little more edge. Nice. That makes sense. It also sounds like the same premise as Major League. Which it does. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. They're trying to take the right. franchise, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, rewatching Fargo, which I highly recommend. Season one is fantastic. And then the greasy movie of the week this week is I did heavy research. There's not a lot out. This okay. Week. Amazon Prime, though. Chemical Hearts. So if you have Amazon Prime, watch this movie. It's free. Okay. It comes out on Friday, and it's just your classic coming-of-age teen, teenage romance movie. New girl at school. She's kind of an outcast. Okay. You have this outcast um, uh, kid that's been at the school. He works for the school newspaper. They both eventually work, and they start sort of falling in love, potentially. Love and... Yeah, so watch Chemical Hearts. Okay, Chemical Hearts it is. And I know, knowing our audience, Everyone's there's going to be about four of you that watch it. But that's the yeah. greasy movie of the week. Yeah, for sure. I like to do things that are free as much as possible. Unless it's like that really, like if you can sign up for the streaming service for free, or you, many people obviously already have Netflix, a lot of people have Amazon Prime. So trying to do those things that are already free within that package. Okay, I love that. I like that. You know, we're a podcast of the people. You know, we're accessible. Yeah. Number five. Yeah. Is that all you're consuming, by the way? Uh, yeah, for the most part. That's what I've been doing. Yeah. Number five. I have a rant here. I'll keep it tight because I know we've, we've, this is going to be a long one in okay. terms of a pod. I think so. Yeah, we're rolling right now. Yeah. yeah I we're like having so the way I labeled is DJ's masks and Chipotle rant. So I'll okay. keep it tight. This is not a, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of how to define it. It's not even like an anti-anti-mask thing. Okay. I don't even give a shit about the people that, whatever, you support Trump or whatever your side of the argument is or why you don't want to wear a mask. I just think you have to be a supreme McAsshole to not wear a mask in like a Chipotle or a gas station where it says masks required. Right. Like it's the littlest, smallest sacrifice you can make to just not be an asshole. Put it on, go get your body armors and leave the store and take it off. I don't even give a shit. Pump in your gas, take it off. I don't care. Just can't you just comply a little bit? Right. That's all I'm asking for. So I went into Chipotle the other day, grabbing my burrito to go. It says mass required, Summit County. You know, and there's eight people waiting in line and three of them don't have a mask on. And it's it just I just feel like you have to be a really big asshole just to not have like the smallest sense of I'm repeating myself now. You can see I'm passionate about it. No. Yeah. And it's like those people are going in looking for confrontation when like they know the people behind the, you know, behind the yeah. counter are making nine dollars an hour. And they're like, they're not going to throw me out. Well, it's like, yeah, they they're should not. throw you. You know, they're not. So they're I getting, would never confront a person. And they feel like they're getting away with yeah. it. So they're going to continue to do it. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's bad. It's rough. Uh, people are just not considerate. And I think that's why we're in this you know, little spot. It's like age. any little rule that you don't agree with. You have things in your life. Wear a seatbelt, whatever. For yeah. your own safety, for someone else's, just do it. It's not that big of a fucking deal. Not that big of a deal, dude. Yeah. Right. I love that, dude. I think that's where a lot of people are feeling about the mask. When they see yeah. people and it's like, you're not getting away with anything. Like, we all know you're an asshole. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. All right. Number six. Should we do a fantasy football preview show next week? I hey, think we have to. I like just exclusively fantasy football. And you got to realize this might take our listenership from the 40s to the 10s. Seven. 
Right. If we promote that it's only fantasy football next week, because I know we have people, i.e., actually, e.g., my parents, right, that aren't interested in fantasy football. Mm-mm. But they love us. <laughs> they, love, they love us. Right. Um, that might not. But I think for the the record books, we got to have a fantasy football exclusive preview show for the pan, the some Perry fantasy focus, but mostly about how we're approaching our drafts and certain things like that. No, I uh, I think a lot of people have been like talking about it um, in our fantasy league. Like the juices are flowing. The crisp is in the air. We know fantasy is coming up. We got a date on the books. Uh, the golf outing is about to, you know, tee off here pretty soon. Like things are getting exciting. Uh, when the draft is coming, you know, and you know the beers are flowing, you can't beat it. Yeah. It's the best time of the year. Like our Twitter on Perry Fantasy was so active last year, and we'll see how active it gets. Yeah. Maybe Greasy. Maybe I'll start it up. I'll, I'll I'll continue that. You know, soon. Right. It needs to be. Oh, absolutely. Our draft is in 17 days. Um, I'm super hyped for it. So we got to think of some segment ideas. I have a few for you. So okay. I thought about this on the way home from work today. Uh, just playing off the law name, Rob Law. Yeah. Something about like laying down the law, which would be the laws or rules for a fantasy draft. So okay. it's just what you think, like oh, five like to eight things that what makes a fantasy draft successful. Successful. And not necessarily awesome. from like a player standpoint, but more about a fun standpoint. Yeah. Okay. And we're specifically talking, well, it's up to you because of COVID, but previous years we would say exclusively in person because that's the way to draft. Absolutely. Um, so I think we'll probably continue that because it's hard to, I but, guess you could adapt some of the rules that you provide. but For any situation. Yeah, so I and, like uh, that as a segment. That's something different. I think we need to have the commission on. So Kane, if you're listening to this, Commissioner Kane, yeah. we'd love, I know uh, a lot of people are trying to figure out how they're going to, move forward with their leagues. And I think the PFFL is stronger than ever. Like mm-hmm. this is just a minor setback COVID. We're handling it well. We already got protocols in place. Um, mm-hmm. There's talks of a PFFL draft bubble where yeah. people get tested. <laughs> so we're taking it seriously. Yeah. Uh, we're at the uh, top of our game right now. So if people are looking for tips. I think we invite Kane on and ask him what he's doing to make sure he's proactive in these trying times. Yeah, to, to even like provide some context on maybe some of the challenges leagues are going through. Another league I'm in. Uh, obviously, secondary is going through uh, potentially re- reduced buy-in or free league, which it's easy to judge that. But mm-hmm. you never know someone's financial situation, especially now. Um, but but <laughs> my experience with free leagues is they don't last. They aren't yeah. people don't maintain their teams. It's just not a good experience for anybody, and no one gives a shit. Um, so you have to have some sort of even if it's a prize rather than monetary. Now I know. PFFL is fairly substantial. I think our buy-in is 250 bucks. Right. Um, which for the fun it provides you is kind of a blip on the radar. Right. And I know we'll talk to Commissioner Kane about this, but like the PFFL is so established that if someone weren't able to have that cash up front, we would figure it out. Right. So right. To, a, to have that stability is what makes that league special. So it'd be great to talk to him about. Uh, he's a great example of commissioner that really has control. Right. You know, we have angel investors that swoop in at the last minute to make sure people have the <laughs> yeah. money necessary. And sometimes I've heard a lot about the co-ownership is, you know, financial camaraderie, camaraderie no. too. Oh, absolutely. That's the reason I have a co-owner because I love my guy Fikes. I want yeah. Fikes on my team. Shout out Fikes. See how many times I can say his name in 30 seconds. But, yeah. you know, it, it gives us something to talk about. Um, and if you're in a fantasy football league, and this is my editorial for the week, 
If you're in a fantasy football league as an investment and you're looking to make money, stop playing fantasy football. Exactly. If you're in a fantasy football league to make sure you stay connected with friends and have fun with people, you're in it for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. Like I've been in this fantasy football league now for 13 years. I've won zero times. I'm not viewing it as a financial investment. Right. Stay connected for sure. Um, The championship and having that – that figurative flag or trophy yeah. is, is what I'm chasing certainly too, rather than the, the money is nice. Um, yeah, but I can't be 80 and not have a championship in this league. And that's what it means to me. That's what's crazy. <laughs> that's so what you think nuts. about that. Yeah. Um, a couple other segments though, that I have ideas and I'll, we'll develop the show. So it's not all put out there now, but I have post hype sleepers that experts are sleeping. Okay. So do you know what a post hype sleeper is? Like, can you define what that means? It's uh, a very fantasy based term. Very post hype. Like, I'm guessing it was somebody that was supposed to break out in the last couple of years that didn't. Yeah. And now they're like, mm-hmm. now they're kind of in this murky water of like, mm-hmm. what, what's their value? So it's almost like last year they were supposed to break out. Right. And then, so like David Montgomery is a great example. He okay. was a rookie last year, supposed to be the lead back. Didn't really do it. No. Um, so post-hype sleeper. I like to think of myself that way. You know, people coming out of college, this kid's a stud. Yeah. You know, what's he going to do with this? <laughs> right. I'm the post-hype sleeper. And you're sleeper just in the, you're, yeah. you're kind of in that murky water. The right potential's now. there. No, the potential's there. Yeah. You know, now he's a podcaster. He's rising. Yeah. In the industry. Years, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so post-hype sleepers that experts aren't talking about or are, are sleeping on. Well, a guy I really like in this year's draft, and this is just one little. Oh, you're just giving it? nuggets, okay? I'll okay. just give one guy. Yeah. I love Le'Veon Bell this year, right? Like, was on that Ooh, Jets yeah. offense, kind of struggled a little bit. You probably saw that video of him. Did you see the video I actually where did he's see the boxing? Video. He's no, boxing. he's, he's good. like last year I wasn't in that great shape. This year I'm in the best shape of my life. I'm a sucker for those yeah. videos. I wish I would have saw <laughs> that. He'd be a lot higher. But like last year, uh, you think he's a Jets feature back? He's a first or second round pick, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now he's falling into that fourth round. I think Le'Veon yeah. has a lot of value. That Jets offense is going to be a lot better. Yeah. The offensive line, I think, has major concerns. See, I've gotten deep enough into the fantasy that I know that. I don't, why would I know anything about the Jets well, offense? They put their first round pick on a guy. Yeah. Like, you know, we'll see how he does. Um, yeah. What I was going to say on Le'Veon, I had something. Oh, the 14 team league. You see all these mock drafts, which I can't blame. 14 is a lot, right. about the max you can have. Um, and I think, in at least like a competitive, you have good guys on your team. Um, but you see all these mock drafts where it's a 10 or even 12 guys. And he's like, Oh, he's a sixth rounder. I'm like, shit, right. I, I have to get Le'Veon in the early fourth. Right. If you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, just different. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the back of the fourth round and the fourth, we're not going to go into all this, but yeah. like just different how you look at it from 14. And teams. then uh, other segment idea, and I'll continue to build on these. So these are just what I thought of today. Not on my sheet guys. So quote, not on my end quote sheet guys. Okay. Um, so those are guys I'm just not high on. Right. I'll give you an example. Gronk. You're just not. High don't on want him. him. Too many tight him. ends. I think you know people steal targets from him. Not on my sheet. Like legitimately not going to draft him. Under any circumstance. Under any circumstance. That's fifteenth round. No. That's <laughs> no, but where he's projected, I wouldn't even have him like in the mm-hmm. like three rounds after. I wouldn't even be in on him. Okay. Those are not on my sheet, guys. Not on your sheet, guys. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week. We got to get into it. I'll, yeah. I'll do a little research. I'm yeah. pumped for it. Okay. Um, so that's the pick six. 
we're going to move into, this is a variation of the iPhone notes. I found that a lot of the things I was thinking about this week are question-based. So I'm going to ask Rob some questions. It's going to be a little more uh, quick on the draw here, a little bit more efficient. We were long-winded on the pick six, so we're going to speed it up here. So okay. Rob, I'll ask you a question. You give like a couple sentence response. Okay. There's no structure here really, truthfully. Uh, number one, are you a fan of brew boats and cycle tours with alcohol? Yeah, I like cycle tours quite a bit, and I like the boost, but I like some like uh, some like gravitas component where I'm actually learning something or taking something away. Mm. I just don't want to ride a bike around and break a sweat and drink beer. I can do that on my own time. <laughs> yeah, I'm good on the brew boats. And yeah, shit <laughs> like it was fun like yeah. to start, but I'm good on it. Okay. Uh, twin sisters married twin brothers. Okay, at, on the same day, who they met at the Twinsburg Twins Day Festival in Twinsburg, Ohio, and now they're expecting children at the same time. Okay. Is that weird or cool? That's very weird. Like yeah. live your own life. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. don't be defined by your sibling, you know? Uh, obviously weird. Their kids are going to be genetically identical. Yeah. That's and that's going to be your cousin. That's Holy fucked. shit. They're going to look so. Um, I will. S- the only defense I have is I think it's very hard for non-twins to understand twins. Because they all, a lot of them act like that. Yeah. And you just, it's hard to put yourself in that place. There's just something there that they are so similar. That one's a little freaky. It feels like some weird shit's going on there. Yeah, twins are wild, man. Yeah. Um, Can you guess how many guys in the NBA shot over 35% from three this year? Like what percent or just how many guys? How many guys? So if you think there's 30 teams, there's, you can do some, there's multiplication there. 300 guys to get time. Um, I think the guys that qualify for this, they have to shoot a certain number. So it's not like a guy that shot 35%. Eight, eight threes. They, you know, I'll say a uh, hundred guys. You're very close. Um, I actually don't have the <laughs> number on it. You want me to be that close. Huh? Uh, I'll, I'll see if it's actually in my iPhone notes. Okay. Yeah, it is. 113. Wow. I'm pretty fucking good I just, at NBA. Show. I think it's crazy because we talk about a guy like shooting, you know, 32% is not bad from three, but if 113 guys did, right, essentially four for, per team. That's kind of crazy to think you about. You got to be like 35% shooter to be a good three point shooter this, you know, in this era. Right. Like Duncan Robinson from the Heat. I don't know if you're in on him. That is fucking stuff. Um, like 46% this year, 50% after the All Star break. That's kind of crazy. He's sweet. I'd probably shoot like 6%. <laughs> I know. I wonder. Yeah. Like yeah. contested. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, contested. No way. <laughs> Con- trying to find your own you shot. Get, you get me to set my feet. I'm making maybe four out of 100 <laughs> yeah. in an open gym. It would be fun to do a three point contest, though. Yeah. Uh, have you seen this video of chimps flying drones? Yeah. It kind of scares me. It's kind of that Planet of the Apes stuff. And obviously, there's a lot of comments about it. Um, but it kind of makes you question how intellectually evolved they are mm-hmm. and we're getting locked up and stuff. Well, I dug up a little bit on it. It's from everything I see, it's fake. Okay, good. There's only one article on it about real or fake, but this guy did a shit ton of research. Okay. And basically he studied the, cause it's not like CGI or anything. They, the can the controller is actually in their hands, but what he researched is that they're not actually controlled. There's the somebody else. Oh, yeah. Because um, interesting enough, Tiger King, which will please Gary, uh, Doc Antle, his son was the original guy that posted that video. Really? And it was to promote, they're going to have drones in the sky for some chimp 
like where they naturally live to kind of help them preserve them and make sure yeah. that they're not being hunted and so on and so on. Okay. Um, supposedly it's fake. Good. That gives me some comfort then. Yeah. Uh, what's your ultimate taco? My ultimate taco? Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, I'm an El Pastor taco guy. Ooh. Big wow. Pastor. I think I'll, I'll hop on that board actually. Yeah. It can't be the El so Pastor. Good. Get some cilantro, chopped onions, and a little spicy uh, salsa. Good to go. Yeah, you're right. Drink 10 beers while doing it. <laughs> like it. Will you go on record and endorse Joe Biden on this pot? Uh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I okay. don't know why that was Yeah, <laughs> Vote Joe, absolutely. Yeah. So much better. Uh, is it the candidate I most wanted? No. Is he the best candidate on the ticket? Yes. And it's not even a question. Yeah. Okay. I'm with that. Did you see AOC at the, the uh, convention last night? She only got 90 seconds, man. Kind of crazy. Got to give her more air time, man. Oh, yeah. She's uh, she's electric factory. She's just a, a great speaker. No, great absolutely. public she's speaker. Like, you yeah. can't beat it. You yeah. cannot beat it. Totally buying to what she's saying. And, uh, yeah, unprecedented. Uh, Those are my questions. I, we did get one from Gary, former guest. Okay. Uh, we'll have to yeah, have him on sometime. He's, he's playing a lot of golf. He told me he had an eagle the other day from 132 yards out, chipped it in. Wow. So. You don't get many of those. I did have an eagle last time we went golfing. Yeah. But the chip in eagle, you know. Oh, you don't eat, yeah. yeah. You don't get that much. No. Um, let's see what he said. He was wondering how our golf games are doing. Uh, I haven't been out much, Gary. I want to get out. Uh, I went to Red Mill once. Was hoping Gary was going to meet me up there. Didn't see him. Uh, but bad. My golf game is pretty bad yeah. right now. Mine's a little, I shouldn't say a little rough. It's rough. I'm yeah. discouraged and oh, yeah. I need to visualize the shot a little bit better and just bring that confidence back. You know what we need? We need to go out and get just drunk on the golf course <laughs> yeah. one time and just start yeah. having fun again. Bring I the agree. music, get the Marky Basie going out there on the course and just <laughs> I have like fun. It. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's get our dream foursome. You, myself, Rick, and someone else. I don't know who the fourth You're is. You're just throwing everyone under yeah. the bus. Hey, <laughs> apply to be our dream foursome. Well, I mean, the you know, that's like our – you know, that's who we The start, best vibes. You know, Astro Hurst. I, I think it's Kane, yeah. 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 Love that dude. I never play music on the course, though, but I, I would be with that. I think I need to relax a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, I think you're stressed out there. He did say, by the way, I just picked up a small set for my three-and-a-half-year-old grandson. I wanted to get him started early. We go in the backyard and hit real golf balls, and then he loves picking up the golf balls with the shag bag. Love that. All right. Great update shag bag. from Gary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great update. Uh, when you're on the range, do you try to hit the the guy in the the cart picking him up? I think it's something like you know what I mean. It's like this impulse that you got to hit a moving target and you try yeah. to, but I'm nowhere near good enough to do that. Right. Uh, Done it a few times by luck, obviously, but right. Okay, <laughs> those are my questions. You nailed it. I cool. think. Moving on to the self-involved segment, run the numbers. What did we put up last week, Robbie? Uh, we put up 42, Jackie. Yeah, Robinson. I wish. 38. Really? 38. Um, we do have some encouraging numbers on past episodes. So okay. we've heard friends say, you know, I'm catching up on Greasy. Yeah. So maybe it's a, it's a timeless pod. Yeah, I like to think so. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're appreciative of those 38. No. If that's, you guys think I'm discouraged. I'm <laughs> no. We did say something about the Indians last week. We still got to work through that, though. Yeah, we got to think about what the, best, <laughs> the best way to like you know yeah. get our brand out there and you know let the beers flow. We'll think of something. We just want to get people together and I think brown like 
Brown's opening day makes sense or something. A little greasy tailgate. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. That'd be fun. Opening day, that's not what it's called, though. Yeah, it's called the... I don't know. First week. Home opener, yeah, maybe? Home yeah. opener, yeah. yeah. Opener. Um, all right. We'll move on to last segment of the show, a special edition of Search That Volume. Yeah. It's a little bit different this time, so rather than timed, we're going to do it like a family beep, because we can't you know, yeah. say that on the show. Uh, family food. Yeah. Family food. Yeah. Uh, top six answers are on the board. Okay. And the search that volume keyword. So we got to start using that word. Keyword is what we're looking okay. for. Uh, it's Christian. Christian. So the way it's going to work is top six answers on the board. You get three strikes. I would say you got to get a couple of them are hard. Okay. You got to get four. Okay. I will give you a hint. That I don't even know if it's a hint, really, but Christian is the first word of these the phrases. Search. Okay, yeah. I got so it. It's I got not it like, uh, whatever. Church is near me, Christian, or something. Okay, okay. I'm ready. Do you want me to give one name? Give an answer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Uh, you're gonna have to look off because we're okay. on the same screen tonight. Yeah. Well, you won't have to look off, but I just want to look at it because I. Uh, as long as you're not looking over here, you're good. Okay. We have a very low tech setup. Christian Bale, number one answer. I love that. Okay. 453,000 searches a month. Okay. Christian He's a good Bale. looking dude. Yeah. People want to know about his next role. Once yeah. again, we don't know the exact month this data was pulled from, so it could have been a month that he was yeah. popping off. This is going to be on there, but like once a month, I Google search Christian Bale, Homer Bailey. Homer Bailey is the guy that used to pitch for the Reds. I'm not exactly sure where he's at now. I think he's on the Royals. Looks exactly like Christian Bale. Really? Yes. Oh. Once a month. That's a lot. I always forget about <laughs> it. And I'm like, I got to pull up that back. You look up a picture of Christian Bailey. Uh, okay. Uh, Homer Bailey. All right. Uh, number Good two, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Love it. Number two answer. I love Christian that. McCaffrey. A lot of people searching his name this time of year. Right. Absolutely. Uh, side note to you, is he the number one pick? Clearly. He's got to be. Yeah, if he's not going number one, there's some issues. New quarterback, though. I mean, I guess he had the carousel last year. So, like, yeah. you, you think about last year's quarterback situation for him, it's about as bad as it can get. So. Absolutely. Teddy's going to do so Teddy, much better. Yeah. Teddy Put the ball in his hand. He's not throwing the ball down the field. Um, they know what they're doing. 191,000 searches a month for Christian McCaffrey, who has been a topic of this podcast before for his relationship with Olivia Colwell. Cool. Yeah, she's hot. She's hot. Speaking of, uh, she looked good in a flannel. Uh, who's dating Jared Goff? It's a uh, uh, man. I'm. A, I shouldn't say I'm embarrassed to not know this, but yeah, it's um, you probably like the couple. I of follow her on it. I don't like them, but I follow her on Instagram. Right, she's hot, and she was on Hard Knocks last night. Was she? Yeah, and it no. was like yeah, they were golfing together. I got it. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta watch Hard Knocks now. Shit. Yeah, and she's just like so. She's nice and gregarious. Really? Affable. Oh, see, I don't know her personality. Oh, she was awesome on it. She's got a bad golf swing. Okay. Maybe don't Joe we Paul all Gary. Don't Maybe we Joe all. Paul Gary. Yeah. Damn. Um, like how many second you know, like I would say many? it's a five minute clip. Kristen Harper. Yeah, just an absolute rocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like if we're talking about Sean McVay. Oh like Christian Harper. Even like a different league than that. Yeah. I don't know. Just maybe it's just a type thing though, certainly. For sure. Everybody has type. Yeah. All right. 
back on the search that volume. It's back to Christian. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the Christian Bible. That's my next guess. Christian, Christian Bible. Bible. Good guess, but that's going to be an X, buddy. Okay. Wow. How many yeah. more X's do I get? Three X's? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Christian. Um, if we need, if you need to think a little bit, we can. Um, Christian values is the next one I'm going to go with. Yeah, that's going to be an X as well. Wow, this yeah. is tough. Yeah, I got the first two. I'm trying to think of anybody named. Is let there me, a, let, yeah, let me go. I, I would go the name route. Okay. One more time, at least. A couple more times, maybe. Okay, I'm trying to think of anybody named Christian. You know these guys pretty well. Well, you know one of them really well. God, now this is bad because I'm going to say this guy that plays for the Diamondbacks. No, I would go with like the, the guy that's a lot better than him that plays in the same league. Christian Yelich. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Correct. Because yeah. Christian Walker obviously is on the list. The Diamondback first baseman not on the list. Okay. See, Walk. Three. I wanted to push us towards uh, like the – Okay, yeah. And yeah. then the next one has to be, because she's a low-key hottie, is Christian Yelich's mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's got to yeah. be. She yeah. wants to talk about Rockets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. Not on the list? No, but um, that is – a little bit sad about the nature of the internet is that he posted that for Mother's Day, and I, I'm, I'd off. have to look back. He either disabled the comments or took it down because of how many people were commenting on his mom. Right, that's tough. It's and tough. we, I think the Greasy Pod commented on it as well. So, you know, be better. Just that. straight, be better. Like that's right. tough. That's tough. Learn tough from one. that. Funny uh, so, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead and give me the list. We got Christian Bale. Christian McCaffrey at 191,000 searches a month. Christian Pulisic. I don't know who Christian Pulisic is. Well, that's tough, dude. You're on a sports pod. You should know. Really? He is this American soccer player yeah. on uh, Chelsea, I believe, and he's really good. He's he's like the next American hope. Really? And he's actually good, though. Okay. So, so I would say Who's with Chelsea? no basis. He sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> Uh, with no bases, I think he's the next, or he's gonna be the greatest American soccer player really? of all time. Yeah. Okay. Um, he's like twenty-one or something. Christian Mingle, number four, which yeah. would have been a tough one to get, but it makes right. sense. Right? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. And then Christian Slater was number Christian six. Slater. Who is? I think I'm, most recently on iRobot. Okay. Actor. Um, you can look through like the last twelve here. I don't know if you Christian know. book distributors. What the hell? Christian bookstore. Christian, just Christian and Christian Kane. Yeah, uh, it's just not- I wasn't getting money of those. You know, I was hoping Christian Bible and if that wasn't on there, I was, <laughs> yeah. uh, I was up shit creek. So, okay. Well, uh, I like you, that. You I did- like that version of search at volume because I'm under like the time crunch. So, yeah, I'd like to continue that. We can, uh, you know, go back and forth about whatever Olivia Culpo and Christian Harper. Right. Absolutely. I think once we said the seven, uh, seven out of 10, we were just on a, we were on the whole topic all night, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. What are we going to do? Uh, that's all I got, Rob. Fantasy preview show next week. So be on the lookout for that. If you don't want to listen, we won't take offense. If that show ends up with 18 listeners, that's okay. No, absolutely. But make sure you get your fantasy questions into us. We've been dry on questions. Uh, Send yeah. them over and we'll answer anything. If you want to know when to take Gronk, we'll answer it, honestly. You want to know Joe Mixon or Clyde Edwards Hilaire? We're in on yeah. that. You want we'll to know to drink light beer or vodka at your draft? We'll answer that. We yeah. know about it. It's light beer. It's light beer. Yeah, that's the answer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spoiler All right. alert. Yep. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Fantasy football preview show. Boom. Boom. Love it, Deej.